what is up everybody it's your girl india and your favorite host also me um i'm so glad there are one person because that'd be awkward um so what's going on everybody like gosh crazy um for anybody that ordered a t-shirt they will be coming in soon hey so i'm super excited about that but also um miss sadie robertson huff was literally at texas a&m tuesday which was two days ago for me um and i genuinely from the moment they announced that she was going to be at a&m speaking at breakaway ministries which by the way you can go listen to her message so good and i'm kind of doing an episode sort of based on hers like i was inspired by her let's say that um and it was just amazing and so literally from the moment (laughs) from the moment they announced her i genuinely was planning on meeting her i wrote out my information my number my email my podcast email all on a sticky note and i was gonna my dad said i was gonna it's the 30 second elevator spiel so like if you had 30 seconds in the elevator with somebody how would you pitch yourself or whatever you're selling? And so I, being myself, had been practicing literally for a week, like a whole week every day when I drove to school, when I had any free time to think about anything else other than school, I was thinking about what am I going to say to City Roberts? <laughs> I was like, dude, how do I not come across creepy? How do I not come across like a weirdo that's just asking for something because genuinely like from the moment I started my podcast I wrote down goals and one of my big goals was to have Sadie Robertson on the podcast one day and I've just literally watched her since Duck Dynasty I was telling some people um the other day I was like um actually growing up I had a rec ball team for softball like not a super competitive team but Duck Dynasty was so big back then and we literally had a duck commander themed team we had pink duck dynasty shirts that had four of like of the the men that created duck commander so the beards and everything on all of these like 10 year old t-shirts pink it was easily one of the funniest things and it was one of those memories that had been tucked away and people were talking about how they you know know sadie from like her podcast and stuff and I low-key was like um y'all don't even know I've known her I was a fan of her parent of her dad before I even knew about Sadie girl and I genuinely was like no y'all don't understand my family was diehard duck dynasty and so I was like Okay, so how do I come across, how do I show Sadie my personality in 30 seconds while also saying, dude, you have no idea. You have been the goal to have on my podcast for so long because I've looked up to you. Like, you are part of the reason I have a podcast. Like, you inspired this. And she was the only podcast I had ever listened to when I started my podcast. So, like, that's pretty, that's a pretty big deal for me. And moral of the story is, um... I didn't talk to her. Nobody did. So, which is totally understandable because the more, like, I was sitting there and I was like, you know, there's 10,000, probably over 10,000 people here listening to her talk. It would literally be psychotic if there were amount, like, people were allowed to talk to her. Imagine how many people she would have to talk to, take pictures. And it's kind of a safety hazard. So I don't really blame her. But I got two breakaway at 720. And that, 
the doors opened at 8.15, and then breakaway started at 9. So I got there pretty early, and there were already, like, 300 people there. Um, So that was fun. So I was sitting there talking to some girls in line, and we were all talking about Sadie and how excited we were. And then I was like, okay, guys, so as soon as these doors open, people are literally going to be sprinting to the seats. And I want to get a seat so that possibly, possibly, if I have the chance to talk to her, I can talk to her. Like, I'll be the one of the first ones down there. And they were like, okay. So we had to create a plan. We were going to go in there together. But it was like, we all go into there together. But it's every man for himself. Like, once you get in there, if you get lost, you either have to find the other people. Like, these girls I had never met before. And we were like, you either have to find the other people or you just go sit by yourself. I was like, sounds good to me. I was saving seats for some people anyway. So I was like, if I get lost, it's okay. So the doors open and it is literally like Black Friday, genuinely. The doors open, people are like shoving each other through the gates. Okay. And so then there's these like two flights of stairs that you have to run up and there's, they're, they're big. So you're running up these stairs and I had my tote bag with my Bible notebook and random missile. I don't even know what's all in there. Honestly, I had that my tote bag. And then I had my water bottle with my podcast sticker on it. And I literally had them one in each arm. And as soon, no joke, as soon as I hit the stairs, my water bottle just flew out of my hand and it fell on the ground, opened up, started spewing everywhere, which was definitely a hazard at some point. And then I, so I picked it back up, lost the girls I was with, but I didn't care. I started skipping steps. I was jumping up those stairs. I got up there, ran like the entire time. Kyle Field is huge. We were at the football field. It's huge. So you're sprinting through the concourse and you're just like running and running and running. And anyways, so I got some pretty good seats. Um, I literally don't even know why I told that story because I just thought that was easily one of the funniest stories. But another flex, it's not even a slight flex. It's a huge flex. Um, if you want to see a picture of me at Breakaway, you can go to Sadie's Instagram, okay? Um, the post she had about Breakaway, I'm on it, okay? Now, guys, it's, it's like, really crazy. Um, it's not super obvious. You might have to zoom in. But I am in it. So just go check it out. Um, go give it a like, tag me in the comments below, be like, Hey, that's my girl, India. And then, um, yeah, I feel like if we all do that, maybe she'll notice me. Um, but anyways, Sadie's message was amazing and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. But she talked about how your life and your ministry should not be two separate things. You should not only have your ministry when you're at church or when you're at breakaway. You should have your ministry everywhere, um, in class, in school, in the coffee shop, at Chick-fil-A, like everywhere you're at, everywhere in life. That is your ministry. A lot of people don't have the opportunities to go overseas and um, and do mission trips. And that, like genuinely that's okay. There's so many people there. There are so many unreached people in other countries. So I'm not saying don't go, but I'm saying we have a ministry here. And I did a poll on Instagram 
And I want to share these results and kind of what people are saying because I was sitting there and I wanted to do a poll kind of asking questions that I felt like I could make a podcast about. So <laughs> so here we are. Um, I did a this or that, things that make you happy. Okay, so I'm going to go through the results. So I asked, um, which one do you prefer? A stranger buys you coffee or a stranger compliments you? I I knew the answer to this, Okay. So 74% said compliment and 26% said coffee. So literally what I took from this is (laughs) more people would prefer a stranger to come up to them and say like, hey, your hair looks so cute or dude, have you been working out? Your quads are freaking huge. Or like, you know, I like your shoes. I like your outfit. I like blah, 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 all this stuff. Or, hey, you have a beautiful smile genuinely something that I I learned in high school um because because of my childhood I dad and everybody was super sweet but I didn't get like sweet positive comments from the maternal figure in my life so I I really needed those compliments from strangers and that sounds like that really sounds shallow but I promise it's not like sometimes because your family and friends, this is how I think of it. And I don't want to put thoughts in your head, but for me, my family and friends, um, I know that they are telling me, Hey, you look so beautiful. Or like, I love that dress or your hair looks so cute. When I get ready that it almost feels like that's what they're supposed to do. Right. And I was like, so I don't necessarily want to take that like it doesn't make me want to take that compliment to heart and be like oh my goodness I feel so beautiful today um and so when strangers would come up to me at school or just random places and they would say hey I you're like again sounds shallow but like you you're so pretty or your smile is so cute or um and it wasn't like dudes I'm not saying like guys would come like no genuinely like when girls come up to me and compliment me it means the world because somebody just went out of their way sometimes could be an uncomfortable situation and kind of going out of your comfort zone because sometimes you can think somebody looks nice or they look pretty and you just keep it to yourself and which which again doesn't hurt anybody to not say anything but it's not also not doing any good because the amount of people that have completely changed the way I look at myself just by a simple compliment in public is insane and so I asked this question because I genuinely wanted to know because I think a lot of times we get put in these public situations and we have such an opportunity for ministry by starting a simple conversation or I'm not even saying like, hey, be like, hey, you look super nice. Would you like to talk about Jesus? Not at all. Like, no whatsoever am I saying that. What I'm saying is that um, genuinely, I think that a lot of times we get so worried about um, just putting ourselves out there because it's uncomfortable that we're missing opportunities to change somebody's day, to change their life. And honestly, when a stranger has complimented me in public, I genuinely like my life is I remember most of the people I remember a girl in high school I was standing waiting for class and there were tons of people and I was just standing over by the cafeteria and she was walking by and she just said you are so pretty and then just kept walking like she didn't even take she didn't even pause it 
for me to say like, oh my gosh, thank you. Or what's your name? Like, you know, do you want to hang out or something? No, no. She like genuinely said it because she, she just thought it, she said it. And she, I remember it to this day. And that was like five years ago. And genuinely, I think that if we can do more things like that also, so if you don't, if you don't even prefer when a stranger compliments you, that's totally great. If you're the person that says I would prefer a stranger to buy me coffee, Oh my goodness. Like I agree. That's super nice gesture, but are you doing that for other people? Okay. So I don't want this to like be a thing where I'm like, okay, but honestly, yeah. Are you returning what you would prefer from others? Um, because what I think is if you prefer a stranger to buy you coffee, do the things that you want to get out of a situation, if that makes sense. So when people say, you know, you have to be a friend to have a friend or, um, with like communication and relationships, like you have to communicate if you expect communication and I'm not saying just do things just to get things out of return, not at all, but you know how that gesture makes you feel. So why aren't you doing it? Like, are you, when you see somebody and you're at the coffee shop, are you buying their coffee or are you walking up to them and saying, Hey, you look really nice today. That one opens opportunity for ministry. It opens opportunity for you to tell, like, like, I'm not like, you look great, but I just had this feeling that I needed to tell you. And that feeling comes from Jesus because he wants us to have this conversation. There's so many ways to open up conversations about Jesus, but genuinely, I think not even just to start a conversation about Jesus. We just need to be do more gestures that set us apart because these things are what can change somebody's life. Like a simple compliment or buying somebody coffee, like that genuinely can change their life. Okay, enough about the coffee. Um, the next one is, um, oh, this one was a big one actually. Hold on. Um, this one is would you rather talk to a stranger in public or listen to music in public? So kind of what I'm imagining is that you're riding the bus to school or, um, gosh, you're at like a lunch place and you're waiting in line. Would you rather have earbuds in and you're listening to music instead of talking to people? Or would you rather talk to a stranger in public? This one kind of surprised me. I kind of was expecting a large number of people to say listen to music in public, but 52% said talk to a stranger, 48% said listen to music. And so this is super interesting to me, and I've talked about this a lot with my family, but I've actually noticed that at Texas A&M, I genuinely do not have an issue talking to the people next to me. Everybody is so friendly. They genuinely want to get to know you and I'll be sitting in class and the person next to me was like hey what's your name what's your major where are you from and um and so I didn't note it like I never talked to strangers until I got to A&M um I didn't know how I didn't know how to come up with conversation I thought it was weird I thought people would dislike it but now that I'm here I'm like who cares everybody's doing it everybody's talking to strangers here and so at Moorhead, I never did that. I didn't, I don't think I know a single person's name from any of my classes in my year and a half I was there. Um, but I just thought it was so interesting because again, we are given such an opportunity to show the light of the, of Jesus, of the word of God 
in us, when we talk to people in public, you have no idea how a simple conversation can change somebody's life. And genuinely talking to a stranger in public, even if you don't get to the conversation of Jesus, go out of your comfort zone. That is something that I encourage everybody to do. And that's something that I have been striving for recently myself. Getting out of my comfort zone, the Lord does not ask you to stay in your comfort zone and sit and just keep doing the same thing you're doing over and over again. He does not want you to say no to every time your friends from church or people ask you to hang out or do things. No, like he did. No, that doesn't happen. So I definitely recommend uh, going out of your comfort zone. Like it doesn't have to be all at once. If you want to one time when you're in public, listen to music and one time when you're in public, talk to a stranger and just eventually get to the point where like when you're walking to class, that's another thing. There are so many people and I do it sometimes too, but I'm saying like there are so many people that will literally only be on their phone, only listening to music on their walk to class. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I feel like we're missing so many opportunities to have intentional conversations with people. Um, so I just encourage that. Okay. This is a big question. This is kind of the whole, what the whole podcast was about. Um, it says, do you fear sharing your faith with a stranger? 10% said yes. 24% said no. And then 67% said sometimes. Okay. And then I asked why, like, why do you fear sharing your faith? Okay. And I'm going to read some of these answers. Okay. Um, one says, because Christians have really left a bad taste in most people's lives. Um, another says people are worried about, I don't know what that actually, um, I don't have any verses or all the stories memorized. That's what one says. Um, another says not knowing what to say. I'm not confident enough in my knowledge. I fear sharing due to the stigmas brought upon by society around those that openly share. I also don't have the confidence within my faith to share either. I need to be on the receiving end. I'll say something wrong that will turn people away from Christianity. And then the last one says some people are closed-minded. Okay, so this, this question actually... I'm so glad so many people were honest about this because the, this is something I've struggled with for a long time. It's not that I'm embarrassed of my faith, but there are so many instances, especially now in society. Like if you go on TikTok and somebody's sharing their faith, if you go to the comments, you can tell every single time that, um, oh my goodness, sorry. You can tell every single time that the comments are all going to be like, um, Oh my gosh. How did I just lose my training thought? Oh yeah. All the comments are going to be like, don't shove your religion down my throat or that blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was literally talking to my dad the other day. And I said, if you go to anything else, if anybody else is sharing their opinion on the internet, nobody cares. Like the comments are obviously going to disagree. But if somebody's talking about anything opinion wise, nobody cares. But as soon as Christianity or Christians get on the internet and share their opinion, everybody says we are shoving our religion down their throats. And this is not me to sit here and start a debate or an argument, but I genuinely find that just so frustrating. And that is a huge reason a lot of times why I have felt worried to share my faith in public. Like I know in a setting where I'm talking to somebody, I am not nervous to share. 
I am nervous that I'm going to make somebody uncomfortable. I'm worried that I'm going to make somebody feel like I'm just shoving my religion down their throat. But then, okay, I've been praying about this a lot and I've been wanting to have more faith-based conversations. And that's something that I talked about on Sunday at church. I was like, I want to go out and be bold in my faith. I want to go out and just not be worried about what the heck people are going to say about me sharing my faith. And again, go listen to Sadie Robertson's uh, message. Like it was literally so good. Okay. So I highly recommend, but she basically talked about something very similar to this. Um, but so these are hundred percent valid feelings. Like I really wanted to know because these are feelings that a lot of Christians have, and it holds us back from sharing the gospel. And what I'm going to say is probably going to be frustrating. Okay, so I am also somebody that does not have a lot of verses memorized. And I know a lot of the stories from my um, Sunday school when I was younger. But I genuinely think that um, I have some of them like the information's off. And of course, you only know so much of the story when you're when you're a kid because they tell you like, the condensed version, right? Um, but something I listened to, oh, it was definitely, was it Sadie that said that? Somebody said this. It was probably her. Um, but they said, um, you don't have to have the the stories memorized or verses memorized. Like your testimony speaks to itself. How Jesus, yeah, it was definitely Sadie now that I think about it. How Jesus changed your life is how you can talk to other people. Like you are not the same person you were before you gave your life to Christ. That is your testimony. That is how you are going to be able to share the gospel. And I think I, I'm not saying don't strive to know more stories and to know more verses. And that's like your quiet time with the Lord. And that was another question I asked. Um, but genuinely like you have the, the God has equipped you for the message that you're trying to put out. God has equipped you for boldness already. And unfortunately, it's like that last leap of courage that you're just like, okay, fine. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go. Rip the band-aid off. Like, just do it. Just be bold. Be bold in your faith because Jesus went to a woman at the well. The woman at the well was a prostitute. And she genuinely, like, th- that is one of the the craziest stories to me. Like, he went to her and just told her, like, drink from the well. Like, I, you know, endless life with me, with the fountain and the well and all the things. And, like, her testimony, she didn't have verses memorized. She didn't have stories in the Bible memorized because, well, one, because the Bible wasn't written yet. Um, But she didn't have any of that memorized. Literally, the only thing, she went to go tell the entire city that Jesus had changed her life. Like that's what he sent her to do. And that's what she wanted to do. Like she, her life was changed and she did everything in her power to let everybody know that she is no longer a woman of, um, that she was before Jesus saved her life. Like if that story doesn't encourage you to be like, you know what? Fooey. Yeah. Fooey on everybody who might possibly have an opinion about me sharing my faith. Because honestly, they're probably hurt. They've probably been hurt by Christianity. They have probably just turned off that part of their brain to even 
remotely think about letting allowing Christianity to seep into their brain. And honestly, that's fair. Like there are so many. And one of the things um, that somebody said was that Christians have put a bad, some Christians have put a bad taste in other people's mouth of, of Christianity. So we can't control that. Like you individually cannot control whether or not somebody was hurt by the church or by Christians. So you can't control that. But what you can control is your boldness in faith for the Lord, because you not sharing your testimony, you not sharing and being bold in public about your faith could be the difference between somebody coming to know Christ and somebody not. The way you act in public, the way you, and in private, but when you are like talking to somebody about your faith, that could be something that causes somebody to ask more questions. Like, okay, what is, who is Jesus? Like, I know he's some guy, but what do you do? Or what's the gospel? Like, why would I even need to know that? Or the Holy Trinity for for love of Pete. If you don't know any, like stories, verses, anything, just, just practice. Cause we did that at Bible study last night, practicing how to tell somebody what the Holy Trinity is because that's overwhelmed. Um, overwhelming if you get down to it and you want to know how to explain it in the best way possible. Um, another one says some people are closed minded, totally fair. I think when I think of this, um, the Lord, I just got a text message that said I got a $10 payment from Facebook or they paid, I took a payment anyways. Um, (laughs) not the point. Sorry. I'm looking on Instagram. That's why I'm on my phone right now. Um, but some people are closed-minded. I think a lot of times what I think about is how the Holy Spirit dwells within us, right? He is who made our hearts soft and available to accept him and Jesus and the Lord. Like, so if somebody is closed-minded, literally all you can do is show the joy and the truth behind Christianity. I don't want people like genuinely how I've gone about things is saying, gosh, I am not the person that I was. I am different. If you knew me in high school, you would, you'd think I'm literally crazy. Um, because genuinely I'm just not who I was. And I, or in college, um, but I genuinely think that if you can just tell people the truth, they're like, heck no, I'm not perfect. Good grief. I struggle with sin and I, but that is the whole point of Jesus. Like that literally is why Jesus is amazing because regardless of how many times I fall short, I am still loved. And a lot of people can't say that about their, their earthly parents. So showing somebody the love of Jesus is so important. Okay. Before this is over, I want to share with you some verses of boldness to encourage you for the rest of the week and to next week. Okay. So this one is 1 Timothy 1, 7 through 8. God fills us with the Holy Spirit who is bold and courageous. We do not have to muster courage and strength on our own. We simply submit to the Spirit of God that is within us. Um. Oh, okay. This one is a, kind of a different aspect, but I still think it's really good. Um, when our hearts are aligned with God in faith, he tells us to pray with boldness, expecting that our prayers will be answered. 1 John 5, 14. Um, and then this one says the spirit of God emboldens us to proclaim the gospel without fear. First Thessalonians two, two. So what I'm encouraging you to do this week and next week, set a goal, say, okay, 
I'm just going to go to a different coffee shop and I am going to find somebody that's sitting by themselves if they're not doing homework. Or even if they are doing homework, bring homework to work on and just be like, hey, can I sit with you? And just sit so they're not by themselves. But just go out of your way. And if somebody's uncomfortable and they don't want to talk to you, you'll know it and you'll you'll pick up on it. But genuinely just show the love of Jesus. Be bold. Like we are not bold because of anything we have done. We are bold because Jesus makes us bold. God makes us bold. He puts that in our hearts. So if you are struggling with being bold in your faith and you're struggling with going out of your comfort zone, pray about it. I encourage you to go on a prayer walk and pray about it. Just nothing. Don't. We'll bring your phone because of safety issues, but like, don't, don't bring earbuds. Don't be on your phone. Like put it on, do not disturb, but just bring it for um, safety issues. Cause it's kind of scary sometimes. Um, so I just encourage you be bold in your faith. I genuinely was shooting for a 20 minute long episode and we were at 28 minutes. Um, but I just got so excited and I talked about Sadie Robertson for about half the time. So that's probably why, but anyways, be bold in your faith, everybody. And I love you so much and I appreciate the support. And I promise next week I will have a guest and hopefully all the weeks after that. So y'all have gotten a whole bunch of me, but honestly, this episode needed to be said. And I was really excited to share this message um, just because of kind of the poll I did on Instagram and stuff. It just really lightened, like opened up my eyes. Okay. Anyways, I have to shut it down, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, Just be the reason somebody smiles today. Go be bold. Go be great. Go be amazing. Go share some love. Go compliment a stranger. Do all the things. I love you guys. Be a light for the Lord. Be the reason someone smiles today. And, hmm. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of something fun to say, but bye.